skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. All right. Welcome back to the Skippables podcast. I'm your host, Yocha Batazzi. This is the show where we listen to the world's best bands. We find their worst songs. I'm back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What's up, Josh? Rev it up. What's up, y'all? Good to be back. Ooh, that sounded like soothing, sad. Yeah, a little uh, depressive. Harassing. Yeah. Pompous. On the somehow on the wrong side of history after yeah. all these years, you know. <laughs> that was complex. Complex woo. Um, yeah. How? Yeah. How are you, dude? How have you been? Beat. You know. I've been I'm good. half Mexican. You're. You know. This. This I'm is. I'm full a... Mexican, so I liked. I was prone to liking this music yeah. more just offhand, but uh, we'll say. cut up to. <laughs> we'll cut up whether or not I did. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the professor of uh, Chicano studies of this podcast, Leon Cortez. Welcome back to the pod. What's up, Leon? Hello, hello, cycle skipper, skippity skip, skippity skeep skeep. How are you guys doing today? Josh, welcome back from vacation, man. How was the, the French Alps, dude? Oh, it was great. You'll notice my lack of a tan. I kind of came back more uh, pale than I was planning, but I didn't quite make it to the top, you know? No. <laughs> but it, it was beautiful. It's good cabin. to be back. Yeah. Glad to have you back and glad to be doing a monumental episode. This is huge. huge. Yeah, yeah, this dude. is a historical episode. For for the Latino community, I, I just like to say <laughs> this is huge. Uh, yeah, this this might crucify us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, depending on where we fall, you know, on, on which side, but I mean, whether or, or not it, it matters uh if we live or die, I think we had to do this. This was inevitable. <laughs> the, yeah, this was coming. Everyone wanted this. Yeah. And uh we turned them away for too long. So, so we it, saved, yeah, we also saved it for a very, for a very special group, right? That's right. I mean, you know, we're talking about the bad boys of Manchester, the Smiths, and we had to bring it over to the bad boys of Marin, Wicked Uncle. Yay. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Mark Leffler, Brandon Drake, and Harris Schaefer, the band Wicked Uncle, Power Pop Trio from Marin County. What's up, boys? What's yeah. up? What's up, guys? Good to have you on. Thanks for Good having us. Here. Mark, it's your second time or third time now. Yeah, you're right? a veteran, Mark. Whoa, yeah. he's a regular. Got a lot of free <laughs> time. Is, lot of free I, you time. know, I love talking about skippable music and not so skippable music. So Meat, I think the official count. Yeah, we did two mini eps, the meatloaf one. And then <laughs> in studio, didn't we talk about Miley Cyrus covering songs when she was covering Cocktoo Twins? Um, yeah, we, we yeah we did a skippables cover thing. That's I don't true. Even yeah. Remember this man? Well, we, I think I was we on vacation two. for both just, of those. Just too. me and you, I think, on on both of those, which is great. Uh huh. And then Steely Dan. Steely, Steely Dan, Dan, of course. Who is that gaucho amigo? Who I'm still listening to to this day. It I'm has so brought glad. me closer to my dad. Did I What's... did I ever tell you guys my my Steely Dan story after we recorded that episode? No. Uh-huh. What happened? So I rolled up to the gas station about like midday on a saturday you know chill day and then this car comes in thumping just rattling door opens up blasting steely dan dude dad opens up all <laughs> the doors it. 
as he's filling up his gas on his car. Whoa. Blasting Silly Dan. Nice. He's like bumping like rap music, which is just straight bumping, <laughs> like it's just rattling and bumping. It's that dude. old school. Yeah, we'll do it without the, the fans on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is some dad shit right here. Dude. <laughs> wearing like Why? golf gear, like probably just came a game out from the course. You know, had a couple too many tall cans, you know, and just had just, his birds on. Fucking gaucho, dude. That's yeah. so cool, dude. So yeah, Wicked Uncle, you guys have been a band for about a year, year and a half now, right? Two years now. Two years, right? hell yeah, dude. So this is like a post-pandemic yeah. kind of thing, right? Like you guys maybe started practicing during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Gonna have to tell Dr. Fauci about that one, guys. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoa, well, you guys uh, a little too close busted. to comfort, <laughs> Super uh, busted. Did he even yeah. consider wearing masks like one of our first practices? I there think was we some were. Times. I think we like yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Dang, dude. Yeah. Big rehearsal room. <clears throat> we better we than like, six feet away. Yeah. Mark and I were like playing guitars in my patio a lot, like social right. distancing, <laughs> like. And uh, yeah, no, it was definitely that time. Yeah. So post-pandemic band. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Brave New World band, huh? Brave <laughs> New World. Well, we just found a practice space because a marin like complaining is a sport because people have nice yards and it's like you're too loud oh, so shit. we finally had a nice practice space where brandon's dad was working harris was used to be working and harris's wife still works correct you guys can fill me <laughs> runs in. in the family damn <laughs> um, they have a contracting um company and they have a warehouse in an industrial area of san rafael Ooh. and whoa yeah lucky, that's lucky. yeah that's awesome so big yeah. shout out vonnegut throw am i saying the company right yep vonnegut yeah. throw construction <laughs> yeah which is like the well, most bay area name for a construction company like yeah, two big like, <laughs> new sponsor for the show vonnegut yeah, throw dude. construction yeah. Yeah, for a brave new world <laughs> yeah brave brave new world Damn, yeah. that's really cool. So, like, do you guys like would like have spare wood and stuff? You guys get to play along with like banger drumsticks <laughs> along with that kind of stuff. The acoustics probably sound great. Yeah, <laughs> power that's drill. Most, that's mostly what we do. It's like you know, <laughs> like hey, I didn't. I just didn't think. I didn't feel like playing guitar today. I want to <laughs> bang the wood. I want to play, play with the hammer. Yeah, play with the hammer. That hammer it's more of a stop project. <laughs> Dang, dude. You know, someone who could use a hammer, dude. Fucking the person we're talking about today, Morrissey from the Smiths. Ooh, let's okay. bring down the hammer, I say. It's fucking. Oh, can he use a hammer? It's hammer him away, dude. Okay. Uh, he needs to get chilled away piece by piece. Yeah, exactly. We're going to, we're going to, you know, take the chip off his shoulder. We're going to feed it to him. Okay. And because it's murder. Yeah. How did. How did you guys, how did uh, all of you, I'll start with Mark, um, discover the Smiths? Um, yeah, so as a young angsty teen, I was really into AFI because that was like the Bay, Bay Area, like early 2000s band. And AFI was always like, oh, Morrissey and Smiths are like my big inspiration. So as like a teen, I downloaded Meet His Murder and like wasn't really ready for it. And then I think in college, I got Queen is Dead and just got really, really into that album. And just kind of as I got older, got like more and more into it. Um, yeah. And recently, 
me and Brandon and our other friend Eli saw Morrissey at Caesar's Palace uh, last summer. <laughs> Whoa. That was a great time. That's the way to see Morrissey. I would. Uh, oh, yeah. Say. That sounds great. <laughs> the attire definitely matches. Oh, it was a lot so of great. silk, I imagine. Did he take his shirt One, off? He, he did. Kind of did. <laughs> the best part <laughs> is he had security because so many people just like crowd the stage to give him a big hug. So he had yeah. like someone just on like blocking hugs because it was like interrupting his singing. But it, so. Wow. Damn, he played yeah. for he, he just paid for offense alignment to push people away. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty weird, dude. If you see it, like just the whole like last twenty minutes ish of the show, just one by one, people rushing up for like a sweaty Morrissey hug, and like uh, half of them make it through. <laughs> what the hell? So it's like you like okay, so it's like. I, this year I want to go see Morrissey and like they did they didn't let me through but next year like I have a plan like well, I you know I'm gonna like yeah, 20 bucks I'm gonna pay the dude I've been no, hitting the gym I've been weight training yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Like, yeah that's like how it is I like how they wait till the end you know like they will at least want to see most of the show before they get kicked yeah. out of the venue you know smart exactly <laughs> genius it was like during the Smith songs like how soon is now it was like hug fest like oh, man. there was too many they overwhelmed the linemen let's just say did oh you get God. to the work <laughs> we were in the balcony so we didn't even have that option i wish <laughs> i had to hold him back dude he was yeah. about to dive off the balcony <laughs> Morrissey. yeah that's a sneak like, attack from totally. above so afi huh mm-hmm. okay yeah what about you, Brandon? How did how did you get started with the Smiths? I think it was I think it was from Mark. I think when Mark and I first started hanging out, we were just trading music a lot and it was like a lot of like this is cool, this is cool, you know, like we would do the uh iTunes like MP3 data disc swap. So oh yeah. Like, All right, like mm-hmm. I got like 400 songs for you to listen to and just to make it. <laughs> but I mean I, I was thinking I'm pretty sure that was like where I first started listening to it I don't know it's like one of those bands that I feel like a lot of roads lead back to like I think they've been so influential in so many ways that like I don't know I come back to them a lot over time and uh yeah, I think it was just that kind of thing. Like, check this out. All right, the Smiths. Yeah, that's one of those bands that like people talk about a whole bunch. All right, this is cool. Yeah, I see. totally. Definitely. And uh, what about you, Harris? When was the first time you ever checked out the Smiths? So started early in my parents' CD drawer. You know, they had strange ways there, Ooh. and uh, so I picked them up pretty young. But honestly, I wrote them off pretty young, pretty well too. Because uh, I felt it, you know, it came across as kind of schmaltzy and full of itself. You know what I mean? So the musicality <laughs> was all there. So like, it definitely got incorporated. Like, you know, listening to Strange Ways again. Like, I, you know, I remembered everything. It was coming back. But honestly, so other than that album just being like part of that young childhood core memory, I just thought of them as a band and just never gave them a second look. So actually doing this and coming back to them and then hearing everything through, like, I actually new appreciation honestly so like i'm actually glad that you know that this this band was put on the table so i could reincorporate them 
into my daily listening. Hell so, yeah. You're cool. welcome, Morrissey. We just made a fan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't cool. need any more crowd. <laughs> oh, you know he loves it. You know he loves yeah. it, dude. Stop security. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Josh, what about you? When was the first time you ever listened to the Smiths? Uh, fucking forever. I've never done like a deep dive like this, but I've been listening to the Smiths kind of on and off since I was fucking, I don't know, 12, 11, because my older brother uh had louder than bombs and the queen is dead so those cassettes were like bumping during his early teen years which were my mid middle school years so okay. i was like seventh grade telling the kids over in middle school that they're posers <laughs> and like don't know cool music like i do the smiths Damn, <laughs> you know <dude>. but <laughs> would have made more proud i know but Fucking um, bully dog <laughs> i feel like that's like the best way to be a smiths fan is to be a young kid being a little shit but yeah. <laughs> um yeah but this is the first time i ever did a deep dive so yeah to do all their discography right yeah to do all their discography and uh geo i think we were talking off pod honestly a lot of a lot of recordings but not that many songs no not that many songs you know yeah. a lot of different mixes a lot of demos and stuff live john peel sessions live, and shit. yeah Mm-hmm. Which is great, but it's like, yeah, like if you just look at the catalog of songs, they didn't make that much, which I think is admirable. I, I'm yeah. happy. Thank like you, in a bottle more. type stuff, right? Don't need more. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny we'll, Mar, we'll for see. cutting we'll that see. shit out. <laughs> Mar Mar. And it's crazy. It's the whole like British singles market where like singles oh, were like yeah. a thing. Like, and that's like now if you're on Spotify, it's just all on those like comps. But it's crazy. Like they would put like their best stuff on a single, and I mean, mm-hmm. even like with the Beatles, like Hey Jude wasn't even on any album. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like how that's not as much of a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, if you know, like albums these days are like so loaded with like thirty something songs or whatever. Like it's it's kind of a weird streaming you know service like symptom that everyone's just like overloading these things now and like the single still like gets put out but then the single gets put on the album because they need more yeah. streams you know i was gonna say it's still definitely a singles market right yeah. now you know like yeah. maybe i don't want to say more so than then but like they would have done fine in this market oh it's it's quantity totally. over quality now it's all of the more streams you get out there the more songs you get out the more chances you get at streams dude that's true yeah, yeah. bummer yeah. Oh, so what Every about time you, we recorded that tape, Morrissey would have gotten a buck. He would have gotten nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Me? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, where we grew up, my guy, like, literally, it's been around me my whole life. Like, um, also, just, I came onto a CD. Like, I came about a bunch of CDs, like, when I was in early middle school at a yard sale. So, I got, like, this. I got the singles, like, a bunch of singles. And then, yeah, just being a teenager in this... The uh-huh. San Gabriel Valley. Like. I was, I was, I was going to say, if you remember, um, this is a game we used to play all the time. We would go to shows or like go to festivals when we were younger. We would like watch and see how many Smith shirts we could find. Yes. Oh, so that's great. Smith shirts, that's so good. You uh, know? I mean, that was great. a little fun game. Great visuals on all their like their, their album work is really good. It's definitely like a very, it looks like the Smiths. You know, you can see something mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's a Smiths and like. You see things that look like that recently, and you're like, ah, oh, it's Smith's like rips kind of deal. Yeah. Of so, Brandon, like how many times have you worn a Morrissey shirt to one of our live shows? 
I think one time. But Mark, oh, I feel like it was more. Yeah. No, 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 it was more. <laughs> I think Drag Mark him. and I have the same Morrissey shirt, unfortunately. So it's very possible we're we're on a Morrissey t-shirt rotation. That's true. <laughs> you got to get one more, and then you can Mark, perform yeah. in the same shirt. We got to wear the same. Of, Mark gets out of his guided by voices t-shirt. Sometimes, <laughs> only every for a show. now and then, only for a little bit. It's funny that everyone has a, a shirt associated with you, Mark, because I've only hung out with you a few select times and I have that bad brain shirt burned into my head. Oh. Yeah. I feel like every time I've seen you, you've had the bad brain shirt. I on. love it. Yeah, dude. Also, Some new clothes, homie. <laughs> They're Harris, good. They're I all shout out your dad for a second about bad brains. Sidebar. Yeah, but it's yeah for sure. So cool. Harris grew up in D.C. and his dad. Outside like, in Virginia. Was, I don't, yeah. So Ooh. Harris's dad was Bad Brains and the Teen Idols' first sound guy. Whoa, oh, that's what? awesome! Oh, yeah, that's sick, dude. He's got Dang. some stories that are pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Discord shit, all that old stuff. So, for an yeah. example, a band from DC is back in the earlier days, uh, going around to clubs. They would let this high school band play, and their halftime for their, you know, between sets. And this high school band, like, didn't know how to play instruments at all. They just loved just, like, making noise and stuff like that. And the Bad Brains loved it. They just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Sick. But, uh, but like, no one liked it. So all the managers would start going around unplugging stuff. And the Bad Brains would start plugging things back in. And they eventually <laughs> just got started getting kicked out of venues for letting these kids play. So that's where the actual name comes from, band from DC, is from getting kicked out of venues for letting these kids play. That's cool, that's man. so awesome. The Bad Brains Damn. cool. Yeah, Damn, awesome. cool, yeah. cool story, dude. Hell yeah, DC. So, in originally an East Coaster, yeah, outside in Virginia. Yeah, so, like, that's cool. M- growing up, music out there was this something like you, you said, like your parents listened to this. So, this was something that like was around like your area as far as like people that like you grew up with. No, not really. I was definitely kind of on my own with music growing up. Um, I was much more of like blues rock influenced growing up from my parents like the who and stuff like that um so but but you know the city was cd was in there i will say i have a a special place for riot girl movement uh music which is kind of like poet like you know uh, bikini kill and stuff like that which is very dc influenced so i have this weird like you know punk influence from being over there Oh, cool. DC punk is freaking awesome, dude. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. like you, you said, Discord, right? Yeah, Discord, yeah. you got Void, I got all that stuff. Yeah, SOA, like yeah. Henry Rollins' first band. Like, yeah. dude, so, so good. Best. No, but, I'm sure, uh, yeah, I'm sure um, Morrissey would have thought they were all dreadful, dude. Honestly. I was going to say, across the pond. <laughs> dreadful. <though. laughs> they had other ideas. Also, too, we got we to gotta state this. That we're a we're cure... Uh, household here guys yeah, yeah. We're, team, we are the team, team to cure. cure morrissey has to stay outside where the rest of the band comes in the house you, know? <laughs> you guys have heard the uh the robert smith anecdote that he uh saw morrissey at a party and went to go say hi to him and punched him in the arm to say hi but morrissey just started crying yeah dude. <laughs> that's a great story <laughs> they supposedly have a lot of like hate for each other kind of situation I the tracks I Early on, like they beefed with each other. I guess the Morrissey didn't like it, like Robert Smith and vice versa kind of deal. I say Viva hate, man. <laughs> hate, <no. laughs> That's great. Um, okay, yeah. Your Go turn. Ahead. How did you yeah. get into the Smiths? I, I never got into the Smiths, dude. That's oh, <laughs> oh, finally. Finally. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> One of um, them. I 
it was a kind of thing where like i as soon as i heard it i was like yeah ignore 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 <laughs> oh yes <laughs> not my thing uh, uh, uh. don't give a shit and then like when i got a little bit older i started enjoying the singles you know like it you know because I, I i started playing music and started like listening to more like live music and kind of like shittier music in general and so then i started to kind of appreciate like okay like some of these singles kind of bang like so this is my first time listening to any album in its entirety can't say that i like was you know head over heels but i was surprised with how many songs that i you know like enjoyed but yeah this is like not something i resonate that, with a lot of that i resonate with a lot of that yeah i just like couldn't really like when i was younger like find it in me to like his singing or to like the music. I was like, yeah, like it's not edgy enough. It's not like, yeah. it's not there for me. Like I was looking for something with a little more aggressive, like tone or like a little darker and half of it sounds like fucking carnival music or like, <laughs> you know, or like, I don't know, like just it's kind of goofy sometimes. So I just like would always skip it. So I'm glad we're doing this too, Harris, because like this is a monumental band. Like everyone fucking, you know, loves this band or like hates them. So mm -hmm. I hated them out of like principle, but now it's good to have an opinion. And I guess we'll get to the opinion after exactly. we finish this little quiz. Josh, let's do a little quiz. Let's do it. Um, oh, a little quiz, huh? Yeah, uh, I'm just <laughs> getting into it. Somehow we've been associating everything I do with little so I'm just rolling with it, you know. Because you're young. What am I, I'm you're, really young. you're the young buck, dude. You're the young buck, you know. You're yeah. gonna come up. You're gonna come up one day and take, <laughs> take over pack. You know, we gotta keep you in check. That's true. <laughs> I'll be telling the other co-hosts after you guys. You guys don't even hold a candle to Leon. Yeah, yeah dude, you're not a real professional. <laughs> I'm gonna be the first one that dies. It's gonna be you guys. Come on. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be true, dude. The pipsqueak after <laughs> the you. The Challenger Part yeah. Two when you go up to on, on Elon's rocket <laughs> there, to Mars. There he goes. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like this. They were tight. <laughs> but uh, really quick before the quiz, I know me, Gio, and Leon probably experienced in high school like Smith's kids, like just like a kid who like based their whole personality and persona off of the Smiths. Did uh, you, Wicked Uncle Boys, experience something? Oh, I would wow. love to meet that guy. Wow. Honestly, it's, it's a wow. SoCal thing. It's the guys. area. It's you guys got to come to it. I mean, I yeah. bet you the Vegas show had a lot of that same kind of feel to it. Mm -hmm. It's like the rockabilly greaser look. There's a lot of those, right? How many pompadours were at your Not show? really, because it was like oh, Caesar's Palace, really? you know? Okay, like, yeah. Know. Not yeah, allowed in Caesar's LA. Palace. <laughs> come to LA. A lot of any... British women at that uh, show. Okay. There were a lot, a lot of British of lads. Women. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of just like bros like us, too. Mm -hmm. All right, so you come to LA, even just go to like a Morrissey night. There's a lot of those here. Yeah, yeah like for sure. There's multiple. Nights. Yeah, you just go exactly. in, and a Morrissey, uh, like a Morrissey person, is like, yeah, it's like a greaser guy, like greasers. Yeah, the greasers that love Morrissey and the Smiths. Yeah, Marin <laughs> just wasn't that hip growing up. Like we had deadhead kids, and like that was nice. Fish kids <laughs> and hypey white kids, which was like the worst because that was like the time, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like we had a we had a number of like. Like emo kids, like scene kids, yeah. right? But that was sort of that was, that was sort of it, yeah. Yeah, that was the I had straight up Smith's like group of friends. Dominic, shout out, my boy. Like, Dominic, <laughs> you know, like whole groups of friends where I was like, oh yeah, those are the Smiths kids. Like I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was so ingrained to just this area and uh, my my cultura. That's right, dude. Yeah, Latinos. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's us. <laughs> 
<laughs> we out here. No, but um, yeah, it, it's true. I think it is just like extremely Southern California kind of Mexican American uh, kind of thing that yeah. like people here just fucking love the Smiths. We just dude. get down, I guess. There's like an article. There's articles about this. It's like a phenomenon, legit. Like it's like a thing that it's a large like Hispanic pop like fandom in LA and like in Latin America, Mexico City, all these places. Like he sells out. And like people are obsessed with the Smiths, dude. It's like a big fucking thing. <laughs> it's what's in there's, those hugs, dude. There's yeah. a there's a little doc that Mark sent me where they sort of address that, and they get Morrissey's comment on it, and he's like, "I love the Mexican people. Their yes. teeth are fantastic." It's like, oh, and then great <laughs> hair. That was the other thing. Great. Oh my dang. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I feel I feel very seen right now. God, <laughs> dude. I Why think it's so because weirdo, he, it's because that falsetto is almost a grito. That's yeah, almost. It is kind of, it's very, it's very, it's very like you can see its connection or similarities to like sad ranchero music or like mm-hmm. mariachi music. What about one of these? Uh, to people who don't care if I live or die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. You know? Yeah, I think oh, that man. might be. That we was just good, cracked dude. the code. That was great. Yeah. Got it. Hit it. <laughs> I forgot we're doing the quiz, guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> number one. Uh, okay. I I did a couple of changes to this quiz. I placed them in an order where I think they're going from easiest to hardest. So you guys let me know. Number one. What music festival did Morrissey storm off stage at in 2009? Is that A, Electric Picnic, B, Coachella, or C, T in the Park? B. B, I think. B. He storms out of so many, a. it's hard to keep track. For this, I think it was B. Harris? Oh, okay. No clue. No clue. It was B. Oh. And uh, he did so because he smelled meat out in the crowd. <laughs> it's he murder. Said it smells like murder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it smells like murder. It, it is dreadful. Damn you, Californians. All right. Uh, in the same vein, number two, what restaurant did Morrissey order the Staples Center to close on the night he played in 2013? Is that A, McDonald's, B, Camacho Cantina, or C, Wiener Schnitzel? Ooh, the schnitzel, B. dude. I want to say Wiener Schnitzel because it's the funniest. B, don't disrespect the schnitzel, dude. There's nothing <laughs> funny about McDonald's. it. McDonald's. Complete the. Harris is going McDonald's. Brandon Leon? Wiener Schnitzel. Schnitzels. D. It was McDonald's. Oh. Uh, the whole arena was actually on a very strict vegetarian, vegan diet. We had vegan sloppy joes popping off that night for Morrissey. I don't know what that means, but so yeah. somebody would go to the show and you know get the beer, get a beer, but also at the concession get vegan sloppy joes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, yeah. Dude. G- give me two so vegan good. sloppy joes, please. They're like ordering the bowl of these. Should have called them sloppy mo's, huh? Yeah. <laughs> sloppy mo's. I love American food. Jesus Christ. Uh, number three, uh, Simon Goddard's biographical novel about the Smiths is named after a lyric from which of these songs? Is it A, Cemetery Gates, B, Money Changes Everything, or C, Rubber Ring? Money Ooh. Changes Everything. B. I'm going to say Rubber Ring. Cemetery, Cemetery Gates. Gates. I'm going Rubber Ring. And, and uh, Leon, what'd you say? Cemetery Gates. It's. C rubber ring. Oh, 
the the book is called songs that saved your life so that's mark and Damn. brandon uh, that's a joke G- we just let pass around but right by but you know we're adults that's yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> all right uh number four johnny marr and morrissey are opposing fans of rival football teams manchester united and manchester city can you tell me who was a fan of which team <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go with Morrissey was a city fan because he feels like a city fan, and Mara is a United fan. All right, I'm riding with Leon on that one, dude. <laughs> I'm riding with Leon too because he's a soccer guy. We're riding. I'm going Leon. on pure emotion on that one. <laughs> yeah. backing as well. Pure emotion on that one, guys. You guys, Just letting okay. you know. <laughs> so, Brandon, Manchester, and Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> well, city yeah. or united blue or red okay you know okay. you know the brits they if you're on the wrong side of the street they'll fight you know it's a whole okay. thing it's uh Oi. it's 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 city for morrissey united for mar guys everyone got it wrong mar is mm-hmm. a city boy and morrissey is united oh that's what brandon got that's what brandon got <laughs> wait that's no what brandon no, no. said no that's not yeah is he it? said no more. You said. said you said Morrissey was a city boy, right? I Brandon. said Morrissey's a city boy. He said opposite of me, so Brandon got it. <laughs> okay, Brandon gets a point. Let's share the uh, really professional skippables. Great. Yeah. yeah wow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this I whole do. thing is rigged. <laughs> Brandon, you know you, it's gonna be you... funny though that we're gonna play the tape after this. So if I'm wrong. <laughs> I just I like forced wait. the point onto Brandon. You know what, Peter Brandon, Gio you, you deserve this, right dude. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brandon, I, I just, I just pressed Josh for you. All right, I just pressed yeah. him for your point. Brandon's not a sheep. He didn't, he didn't ride with, with, with Leon. That puts him in the lead, by the not way. For <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> okay, uh, number five. What was the album? The Queen is Dead originally going to be named. Is that A, Margaret on the Guillotine, B, Late Night Maudlin Street, or C, I don't care if you forget me. A. Yeah, I'm gonna go A. Yeah, probably A. I'm gonna go B. B. Guys, it's A. Get Miss Thatcher up there. Clean cutter. God damn it. There's a Morrissey solo song called Margaret on the Gillette. Yeah, they're all off. uh, All those songs that are all those names i just listed off are all off of the album viva hate but uh margaret on the guillotine was originally the name of queen is dead um Whoa. number six uh when great when craig gannon was brought in to replace andy rourke as the bassist in the smiths what was the first song he jammed with them a frankly mr shankly b nowhere fast or c this charming man a just because yeah, goofy that song. song. Uh, I'll say C, this charming man. C, I'm gonna go this charming man. I'm saying C. I'll say B. B, nowhere fast, Harris. Oh. That's put you on the. Oh, actually, that's two now for Harris. Um, yeah. So after that, they they jammed for a good session, and then uh, Johnny Marr gave um Craig Gannon a copy of everything that the Smiths had released, so he could go home and do his homework. Okay. All right. And uh, last question. At which venue did Morrissey first bring flowers on stage to sing with? Is that A, the Miners Gala, B, the Hacienda, or C, the Ritz? Hacienda. B. I'm going with. Hacienda. The Ritz. A. I'll do the Ritz. <laughs> 
It was La Hacienda. Uh, it was actually <laughs> their third show ever. It was uh, February 4th, 1983. And of course, it was in Manchester. So uh, that makes uh, Mark and Brandon tied because I got pressed for a point. But uh, <laughs> I sure. got the point. Yes, the <laughs> Uncle point Boy's on top. Point. Hell yeah. Wow. It's beautiful up here. Congratulations. Uh, feels good. This is my greatest accomplishment. <laughs> we made it you guys won the quiz and you know what you won you won a little break let's take a little break and we'll be right back to do the awards and if a song that really sucks bombs the both of us to skip by your side is such a heavenly waste of time and if a song that All right, we're back. Great break. Time to do the awards. Uh oh, we're switching it up, dude. Remix. What? Here we go. New year, new us. That's right. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. We have um a our cup overfloweth with guests this this episode and in order to keep it under like two and a half hours uh, we're calling an audible we're changing the format and we think it's for the better um yeah because this is going to make it nice and zippy so uh what we're going to be doing is we're going to be passing around some auxiliary awards for the first two rounds and then we're getting into the serious awards the top op and the most skippable so first, we're going to start passing around the ox. This is going to be any kind of award that we've ever made before in the past. We can now bring to the table, bring to all of us, and really exemplify some of the wackiest and weirdest uh, songs from the Smiths. So who wants to go first to start us off? Maybe let's start with Josh. Or no, Leon. Leon's I'll go first. first. Oh, I'll go first. first. You know, I'm, not doing a, I'm not doing a new song. I love it. Per se, like I didn't get, any, I didn't get a new award in this one. You know, I got some of the old classics, but uh, bring, I'm gonna start off back. with the Kurt Cobain Repeat Offender Award for yes. most repetitive song. Yeah, Leon, and, I'm so glad you're bringing this award to the table. And I'm gonna go with uh, Death of a Disco Dancer at a minute ten, please. dude like morsi say something and he threw a tantrum and did that <laughs> <laughs> true story Johnny i think that's Mark a good moment 
So, the Kurt Cobain Refute Offender Awards doesn't necessarily have to be a bad one. It just has okay. to be something right. that's completely repetitive over and over again. And that, yeah. you are so right. It crosses, was, yeah, exactly. That threshold. You know you're right rule is what we call it around here, right? 100%. Oh, you know you're right. Yeah. A- a- more... AKA the uh, around the world tangent. Yes. 100%. I've noticed Morrissey isn't one for second verses. Mm-hmm. It'll be like verse one, <laughs> chorus, Nailed verse it. one again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With like second verse, same as the first. Yeah. yeah. He's a poet, dude. Or or he'll do the thing where he says one line and then he just repeats it one more time. You know, like everything. He's like, ask me why and I'll spit in your eye. Ask oh, me why ask me and why. I will spit in your eye. That's like. <laughs> That's the thing. There's shit. like, he has some crazy like phrasing, like vocal phrasing where. It, it like doesn't go at all how you expect it to, but it he like sort of makes it sound like that's how it's supposed to go. I can't like think of an example, but like what you're saying, it's like he just repeats it, but in like a sort of different. It's a different way where it's like that doesn't. Way. Yeah, he forces the lyric with a sing song. You know, it's like it's sometimes it's like the sing yeah. song is what's really fitting instead of the lyric supposed to be fitting there kind of deal. Yeah, I once had a music teacher. Uh, say that in jazz you got to switch it up you know you never play the same thing twice and i disagreed and my rebuttal was if it sounded good why not play it again yeah but i feel like (laughs) but i feel like morrissey kind of does this in between ground where like it sounded good he does it again but he still switches it up when he does it again so it like it's like the same lyric sometimes can hit different you know yeah but i think i think the band has to be doing like what the band does here plays the same thing over and over again. They really don't change what they're playing because if they were doing something different, it'd be like a complete fucking mess. You know, all, all aspects of the band would be going crazy right now. Like doing that's true. It's thing. like, where is the switch happening? Yeah. Is it just yeah. in the vocals or it's somewhere else? It's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's my award. Good award. Yeah. Great. Kurt Cobain nice. repeat offender award. And there's right. plenty of other songs that we could give yeah. this award to, but that that's a good one. So many. It, and uh, there's a lot of times with his repeating where I'm like, I don't know if we need this much repetition because I yeah. feel like he, like you were saying, Harris, he throws an emphasis on the way he says he's going to spit in your eye. But I'm also just like, all right, let come on, Marcy. You're not spitting on anyone. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. You posh guy. Yeah. Robert Smith made you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, real quick, does anybody else have a uh, Kurt Cobain repeat offender award before we move on to the next? next I do now uh, forever hold your truth, but I am so glad, like you said, that you brought it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, so let's go next. Um, let's say Brandon, do you want to go first or you want to go next? Sure, I'm gonna go for the faking the funk award. Whoa, oh, hell yeah, dude. yes, great yes. choice. It's uh, it's barbarism begins at home. At- say 203 and of course faking the funk award uh speaks for itself it's a song that is just like attempting to be funky but just sounds like goofy well uh, let's not forget the full name the rivers cuomo faking the funk award that's true i feel like that explains the award in of itself (laughs) perfect detail yeah okay here we go barbarism begins at home Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, and he does the repeat exactly like we were just talking about. I feel like, like that's like the main conflict in my eyes with this band is like, is like, is it Morrissey or is it the Smiths? Like sometimes Morrissey is carrying the band, and sometimes you're like, you're definitely the weakest link here. It's like, yeah. what, what, what story are we writing? Like, yeah, different levels. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like. I feel like they hit the perfect formula in a lot of places, but then they, it, it, it is those times where like, they're like, let's do, let's, let's do this really funky. Like they yeah. like, try to like really stretch it. And it's like Morrissey or never would, you know, like become an icon if it wasn't like within this very specific musical formula. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things he can't do right like yeah. and this is just one of them where it's like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. i listen to that one dude andy Rourke is killing it on that bass he though. is 100 yes. late great well, RIP. RIP. late great yeah but also, like okay so did the band come in and was like we got this funky jam and morris like, you know what i got a good song about 100%. child abuse that we can dance to for this one like yeah, yeah. That song's all about child abuse, and it's also, like all like dancing. No, no, no. You know, uh, Morrissey just came with the content afterwards. Like, yeah, you Andy guys are in a band. You know yeah. how it goes. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about the Smiths is in like the distance between the music and you know the yes. vocals, and and like they landed on something like that formula pretty early on and then as they go on they're just getting a little too comfortable with with exactly what you're saying yeah it's like well we're gonna try this and morrissey's like well i'm gonna do the same like thing. Girlfriend in a coma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh I like girlfriend in a coma. It's, it's serious. Like... That song no is so funny. No one's gonna call him out. No one's gonna call him out on his like Iggy Pop ripping dog barking. Like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that true. Yelp. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. This is I, little... I have um something I think in in the award that I that I do where he does a little weird grunt, which is so fucking weird. Oh, his I grunts. I, I, I has so many yeah. grunts here. Uh huh. <laughs> His falsetto's going off on that first album. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the songs. Oh, yeah. The little voice where he just like does that for way too long. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. worry. That song is coming up. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to, I think it was Harris, your point, um, whether or not it's the Smiths or Morrissey, uh, in my research for the quiz, I saw this old uh, interview from the 80s of Andy Rourke and... Um, mike joyce and they the interviewer was like well do you guys ever feel like overshadowed by morrissey do you ever feel like it's a bummer that he's in the spotlight and not so much you guys and they were like he deserves all the credit he deserves all the limelight that he gets he's great it's like what the hell (laughs) they just know they're so much more talented and they're just like providing the foundation for him to do his theatrics you know what i mean like you know what was it like you two Bono was like voted. He's like, okay, I'll take the spotlight because, you know, it's a hard one to be in the spotlight, but Morrissey just eats it up for some reason. Yeah. Damn. He, oh, I mean, we all should, we should all give credit to Bono. Yeah, he's really, <laughs> I mean, honestly, salutes. Thank to you for Bono. your service. Yeah. For jumping Thank in the spotlight service. of uh, Ian Curtis when he passed away. Yeah. He, yeah I'll take the mantle. He says, hey, I'll take this over, yeah. guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got Holy it. Holy shit. Okay. I'm uh, glad I'm glad you two got brought up too, because I saw another interview with Morrissey where he was like, the Smiths are more Irish than you two. Oh, oh. <laughs> fighting words. Them fighting words. Holy shit. Yeah. The most Jesus Morrissey Christ. thing to say to Bono. Insane. The best the best U2 thing is if you guys ever seen that uh that documentary with him, uh Jack White and, and Jimmy Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It might get loud. And they all kind of they all kind of show each other's guitar styles, and then it's just like Jimmy Page and like and like uh, Jack White just like looking at this dude playing with pedals as these guys like, <laughs> yeah. doing, like bluesy solos. It's just the edge, just like playing two chords, dude, the whole time. It's pretty great, dude. Revolutionary. Um. All right. What about you, Harris? What is uh one of your auxiliary awards? Uh, I'm gonna just piggyback off of everyone else's. He's providing general support. Hell yeah, dude. Piggyback. All right. I think I'll I'll, I'll take the mantle right now. Uh, Another award that I felt like we were doing a disservice that we didn't bring up is the uh, Human or um, Are We Human or Dancer Award for Strangest, Oddest, uh, Most Unintelligible Lyrics. And for that, I have... Big Mouth Strikes Again uh, mm. for the lyrics. Uh, and now I know how Joan of Arc felt. Now I know how Joan of Arc felt as the flames rose to her Roman nose and her Walkman started to melt. I just like of yeah. all the like posh, annoying things that Morrissey has gone off of. I'm just like, you've totally lost me at this point. <laughs> you don't know how that feels, dude. When her Walkman yeah. was melting. <laughs> That's not a universal feeling. What are you talking Him about? Him and then Leonard Cohen are just like taking hey, 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 hey. Well, they're making the story up. They're added parts. Like in uh I wanna wear what is the one, Leonard Cohen one where he she talks about wanting to wear a wedding dress while she's being burned alive? Like, I don't know if that's what Joan said. I mean, I'm no historian. She certainly didn't have a walk. You weren't there. She didn't no. have a walk, man. Yeah. Maybe the, if this was the Bill and Ted Joan. But, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe morrissey was in those writing rooms i don't know you can't <laughs> deny that 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 three that like those back to back to back bangers dude. it goes cemetery gates followed by oh, yeah. Mouth strikes again followed by the boy with the thorn on the side it's like oof. yeah i mean yeah the album is by and large That's, fucking it's, great. it's a banger it's a banger yeah it's on my wall over there but i got my virtual background but right i was gonna say you look gorgeous though yeah thank you <laughs> let's do a little bit of big mouth strikes again uh here we go Andy just killing it. I know. Man. All I can hear is that bass. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good music, great music. And like uh, Brandon was saying, when they hit that formula, when it's like when it's all like synced together, mm-hmm. it's magic. It's like pedal to the fucking metal. Like you're dancing. There's like I, there's a really fun like you know stick your bussy out type of feeling to this kind of <laughs> and it's fun when Morrissey is like you know being all like like this is a good example of a song where I'm feeling like self-parody right but he's like got such 
conviction about it. Like, no, this is this is I'm I'm Joan of Arc. Yeah, this this is this is the real me. I've got no faith in the human race. I think that's like another line, and he says, "Yeah, dude, yeah, for sure." Um, Okay, so uh, I want to go next, if that's okay. Um, Mine is going to be a Grand Theft Audio award. Now, this is something that I was unsure of, but um, you know, I'm just going to do it because I I think it, it it might be what I think it is, okay? This is a, a, a song that we've already listened to on this podcast, okay? Maybe like huh? two years ago. Oh, jeez. So when I was listening to this song, um, the song being What She Said, okay? What She Said is uh, off of Meet is Murder. So I'm going to play that at 134. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. And then I'm going to show you the song that I think it's, lightly covering or referencing okay here's what she said okay now i'm going to play this next song and uh, it's by Blondie, the song Call Me. We've covered uh, with Whoa. Lydia Kim. Here we Here, go. Pl- play it. Yeah, Here what? Go. Here we go. Do you hear it or am I crazy? <laughs> I totally hear it. It is totally there. I don't hear it, man. Like that voice line that he goes on is like the call me ending of her like call me like chorus thing. I, it's not the same music, but also it's like the you know, I like, totally hear it. That yeah. galloping kind of thing. You know it, what I also hear? Oh, sorry. Go on, Joe. No, go ahead. It's okay. Yeah, you know who I also hear at the end with that guitar is a little bit of um <laughs> well they would be ripping them, but uh Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, uh higher ground. I've heard, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I heard Red Hot Chili Peppers on a few songs. I don't know why. Just, <laughs> just... Whoa, weird. Keep on flying. Smith would be anywhere without Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. They're just so... burned into my mind at this point. Shout out, shout out Blondie, shout out Lydia Kim, shout out that episode. Um, I don't know. There's just something there that I like, as soon as I heard that song a couple times, it clicked into my head like, oh no, this is Blondie. Like he, and this came out, Blondie came out in like early eighties, like 82. I think, um, Meet is Murder came out 85. Okay. Three year difference. So he heard it. I'm not saying that they like copied a bar for bar. But it's definitely like a weird interpolation. Like it's like a second cousin or something of this song. Damn, so dude. I can hear it. Calling him out, dude. That's my GTA award. Oh, that should, should, be, down so that should be litigated. Yeah, it's it's going to be. <laughs> Don't think he won't sue you. Blondie. <laughs> Blondie, you call me, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> call all me. Right. 
Mark, what about you? What is your auxiliary award? So now that this is my second time on the full show, I felt comfortable bringing a new award to the table. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Mark, and, I love it. you know, Skippables has done a lot for music and culture. But what have you done for education and the kids? Whoa. So nothing. Wow. Done my nothing. new award Sorry. for scholastic achievement goes to... And I would like to call it, you could do it the Scholastic Achievement or the Schoolhouse Rocks Award, School, perhaps. Schoolhouse oh, yeah. Rocks is good. That's yeah. good. Um, and I just want to credit Morrissey for giving all the golf teens of the 80s, just telling them all about how plagiarism is bad and how to cite sources correctly in the verse of a single song. Yes. So oh, I my think God. Was, yes. So if you could play Cemetery Gates at um, the part noted. These words as your own But I've read well and I've heard them said A hundred times, maybe less, maybe more If you must write pros and points The words you use should be around Don't plagiarize or take on loan There's always someone somewhere With a big nose who knows And trips you up and laughs when you fall yeah, yeah. this song Ooh, has a good. big Paul Simon energy, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a banger, and it's like the the goofiest song. Like they go to the cemetery and have a poetry off. Yeah, and he comes to the table. <laughs> and does some Oscar Wilde, and it's like a heavy hitter. And then this <laughs> other person does some nonsense, and like this is my poetry. And Morrissey's like, no, no, no. I've read well, and I've heard that word a hundred times, maybe less, maybe more. Maybe more, yeah. You have to. The words need to be your own. Don't Bring original bars, dude. Exactly, Re and it just teaches kids about plagiarism, like. Poetry offs in the cemeteries, those are great, but let's make sure we're fair. So. <laughs> are, are you going to bring this into your curriculum? Yes. yes. <laughs> Analyze this, kids. Every uh, single morning starts with cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine while actually before Google, like, oh my God, that would have driven me crazy. I know. Oh, uh, actually, uh, no, I, I couldn't go for all that mm -hmm. in the cemetery. Nonetheless, you know, my vibe is already yeah. set. I can't do that. Nothing and then it sounds like die, Zabumafu homie. on yeah. top of that. <laughs> wants to die, you know? I mean, damn. Yeah. Setting me up. <laughs> Talking like that. That was a great, great award. Yeah, that was great wonderful. addition to the Pantheon yeah. and addition yeah. to the culture. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, this is going to educate the masses. I think this is you're you're going to go down in history. Maybe get like <laughs> a a Peabody. Is that what you get for education? Something like that. Yeah, the Peabody. Yeah, Mark, Mark's up <laughs> for give a us Peabody more right now. Yeah, you're somebody, up for somebody <laughs> nominate him for Teacher of the Year. You yeah, know? thank you. <laughs> the kids, the kids are the culture. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> All right, I think so. That's round one, right? Let's let's start round two of ding, the ding, ding. ding, ding, ding. All right, uh, let's let's start with a heavy hitter, okay? Yeah, something big coming. Josh, hit hit me, bro. I think All I think right. we're ready. I mean, come on, guys. We knew that this was coming. Uh, I'm willing to bet we've got at least one more. We're giving, of course, <laughs> finally, we're giving Morrissey a Morrissey award for yes. the most pretentious or most, most worst social take 
that the Smiths, but let's be real, it's Morrissey's take. And uh, I've got, uh, I went digging, guys. I think um, if you're not fully aware um, of him nowadays, he's a pretty problematic character. But uh, I wanted to highlight stuff that um, around this time could show us uh, uh, we're harbingers of what was to come. So I've got uh, two examples. Um, Gio, I sent you uh, that clip of, uh, I forget what show it was in the 80s um, on uh, basically like public access British television. You see it? The, yeah, yeah, there it is. Okay. But th this was just like the most pretentious thing I could ever see of uh, of Morrissey. This is him explaining what this charming man means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This charming man is about being charming, which so very few people are these days. I think it's nice to instill these, na these words into people's brains. And who knows, it might rub off on a, a new generation. We don't have to be violent or ugly or arrogant. Just be charming. And what a pleasant world that would be. Come on. Are you kidding me? Just be charming. And the word charming is so subjective that it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just be charming. Just be a little silly. Like <laughs> He's so like, fucking weird. He's like, he's like a proto-internet troll. Like, yeah. A hundred percent. Just like being super fucking out there, like trying to be all like sort of subversive and contrarian about every single thing. Well, Mark Shapiro over there, dude. Building yeah. off of that, yeah, uh, Brandon, we have uh, maybe a more proto um, uh, right wing internet culture thing. In my next example, this is a 1986 uh, article from the magazine Melody Maker. And uh, I had seen a reference of it while I was doing my research, but I couldn't find the article. So I went digging really hard and had to go through eBay where someone had a framed copy of this article. And I screenshotted the pictures and zoomed in to read the article. How much so, are they selling it for? Oh, God, I didn't even I can't even remember. I don't want to mm -hmm. fucking it's think about that. It's worthless now. This but, is really awkward because I actually... More than the music, I like Morrissey for his politics. So before you say anything, Watch what you say. it might get a little testier right now. Okay. Well, uh, it uh, let's just fire him off. This is an article where uh, Morrissey goes off about how he thinks uh, modern pop music, you know, i.e. the '80s era modern pop music, uh, is. <laughs> Constructed to push down white uh, music and promote only black culture and black music. So uh, white genocide. This is a, a black yeah. pop conspiracy. And this is 1986. So we've got great uh, Morrissey quotes like, uh, ultimately, I don't have a very cast iron opinion on black music other than the black modern music that I detest. I detest Stevie Wonder. I think Diana Ross is awful. I hate all those records in the top 40. Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston. I think they're vile in the extreme. In essence, this music doesn't say anything whatsoever. Guys, yeah. it, that's so th bad. Taste. This, th this comes right for you, uh, Leon, this next bit. Reggae, for example. 
uh, is to me the most racist music in the entire world. It's an absolute total glorification of black supremacy. There's a line when defense of one's race becomes an attack on another race. And because of black history and oppression, we realize quite clearly that there has been, there has to be a very strong defense, but I think it becomes very extreme. Wow. <laughs> oh, those are your words, Mr. Morrissey from eBay. Why can't everyone just be charming, you know? Yeah, yeah. just be charming. <laughs> just charm your way. By the way, uh, I looked up, because um, when this magazine came out, uh, The Queen is Dead was pretty fresh, and they were famously, like, really bad sports about not being in the top 10 when The Queen is Dead dropped. And um, <laughs> he's going on and on about this black conspiracy. And I looked up the the number one um, song and it was a, a tune by Simply Red <laughs> during the time. Oh I was God. like, uh, I think uh, you just kind of outed yourself, bud. <laughs> Damn, dude. So, but again, I'm giving him this Morrissey because I know he's done terrible things now. We're all aware of just how weird and shitty Islamophobic he is these days. But I think this was a good example in the Smiths era to show this is, you know, he could have had a chance. We could have shown him the light, but nope. Now he is who he is because Whitney of Houston. Whitney Houston is dreadful. Come on. Yeah. What? Yeah. Diana Ross? That one kicked me. What? Vile yeah. in the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> reggae come on underscore in the extreme yeah. <laughs> also we can't forget when he wore that uh for britain movement pin on jimmy fallon yeah oh, man yeah on yeah. jimmy and going on jimmy, jimmy. fallon yeah, jimmy he's, no <laughs> it's like 20 this is 2019 so it's like the like the pro brexit stuff that was dude. that was he was on that dude and Jimmy Fallon uh, broke character the entire time, was just laughing the entire time, couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, He's like, I'm serious, Jimmy. It's a problem. <laughs> he kept on... <laughs> like banging on the table. <laughs> Quest love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn. Okay, does anybody else have a Morrissey Award? I do. And I want to kind of... Yeah. Like yeah. a little sidebar with that. This isn't the worst thing Morrissey has ever said. No. For my Morrissey take. Um, you know, Josh brought up a lot of the worst stuff, and that's the stuff he needs to be condemned for. But just because he's done worse things, the lighter things that are also bad, he should be called out for. Yes. Um, so mine is you just haven't earned it yet, baby, because I don't know who he thinks he is but i've earned it <laughs> as you calling me out i put in the hours i earned it i, I earned put it. in the hours you know i'm working hard and who the hell does he think he is just to call me out <laughs> so 28 seconds for you just haven't earned it yet baby here we go you just haven't earned it yet baby just haven't earned it, son. You just haven't earned it yet, baby. You must suffer and cry for a longer time. You just haven't earned it yet, baby. And I'm telling you now, if you're wondering why, when all I wanted from life was to be famous, I have tried for so long. Is he Catholic? That's a very Catholic stuff right there. <laughs> I think they were brought up uh, um, Irish Catholic. 
There we go. I don't know. Okay. I feel like Mark's being a little defensive on this one. Like he's, <laughs> he's really he's just trying to soothe you. It's like a gentle, like, you know, nudge, like, hey, you'll get there, you know? This yeah. might seem off this might seem off topic, but this is one of those tracks also where like there's this weird double tracking on guitar that's happening. I don't know if you guys picked up on that on a lot of the tracks. <laughs> like the guitar layering is so like like done really well but sometimes it just gets this weird like vibey sound that just gets in your ears with like how the guitar is like multi-tracked so very droney no, very very yeah. Yeah. yeah and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but yeah i agree with you it's a little weird but yeah i mean him just telling me that i need to suffer and cry for a longer time i mean who says that what a monster <laughs> it calls you baby at the end though that's consoling like brandon was saying it's a little That's more positive. A little longer, dude. Just, yeah. just a just little, a little more. <laughs> He's, he sounds like an abusive partner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, Probably so you, he, wouldn't let you, he wouldn't let you leave him. Don't take no. that, Mark. Uh-uh. He'd put you in a coma, dude. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, okay, real quick. I, that's not on my not on my list, but there's that whole thing where like they won't let him into the the like the room to see her. Like like my like the whole like song about girlfriend in a coma. It's like girlfriend in a coma, it's really serious. And then he's like, There are times when I wish I would have like killed her, murdered her, stabbed her. And then he's like, but I really wouldn't do that. Of course not. And then like the last like lyric is like, you know, like, why won't they let me in to see her? And so I could say my last goodbye. It's like, it's because you like fucking were a terrible boyfriend, Morrissey. Like you're probably you the reason why she's in there. He's man. in the coma because of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, did anybody else have a Morrissey award? No. I, I do, but. You know what? I'll I'll do it anyway. I'm gonna do it. I'm doing. <laughs> um, I started something I couldn't finish. So um, I started something I couldn't finish. The lyrics to this one are also kind of weird. There's like there's something creepy to this whole thing that I just like couldn't get my like mind off of. Um, and it has to do with this like. So he goes. Uh, I started something, I forced you to a zone, and you were clearly never meant to go. Hair brushed and parted, typical me, typical me, typical me. I started something, and now I'm not too sure. I grabbed you by the gilded beams. Uh, that's what tradition means. So, Ew. there's like, <laughs> there's something weird nice. there that yeah. I don't... I don't like, and I, you know, I, it just feels gross. And then, like, that's the lyric, right? And then when you hear him sing it, then you know he's a dirty fuck, okay? You know he's gross because, like, the way that he inflects that typical me, that uh thing is gross, okay? Um, so let me show you that part. Hand-brushed and parted. Typical me, typical me, typical me, I started something, and now I'm not too sure. Yeah. I grabbed you by the gilded things. That's what tradition some acid <laughs> reflux dude what the fuck that's yeah, they're supposed to cut dude. that out yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an evil growl. That's a growl from Satan himself, dude. What kind of like the, uh, that's from what tradition means. It's so gnarly. <laughs> On the other hand, from the later album that was from, I feel yeah. like his vocal inflections have gotten more polished and they're definitely like there's more of a refined character, an evil character, a like kind of creepy character. But it definitely there's there's more of this like I I do think from a musical standpoint, his vocals have got more polished in this last record. Yeah, yeah. I, so I like would that say growl so was not just like any growl. It was just like, you know, it kind of like fit this like pompous, like you can, you can just imagine being in a tuxedo growling. He's not like some creepy guy <laughs> on the street. He's like yeah. in a tuxedo growling. Uh, a, a growl to me uh, is just, you know, what dogs should do. I, I don't think humans should growl. <laughs> it was like a Scientology growl. <laughs> trying to enforce Tom dominance. Tom for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like some like Tibetan throat singing, dude. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's what it that like. <laughs> so, also, when he says "typical me," am I the only one here? Here's "despicable me." Despicable me. Despicable. despicable yeah. me. <laughs> Shouting it out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what Early is crew adopter. Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my Morrissey Ward. Not a huge like. I'm not. You know, like I, I knew that he was gonna get his. You know, his uh, comeuppets with with Josh and with Mark. So I kind of went light. But I figured, like, I wanted to really focus on the music and see what was, like, in the music. And I think that, like, he is just kind of a, like, self-centered boyfriend, you know? And he just, just like, forces his opinion on people. And, yeah, and I'm a fence-sitter, okay? I I don't know. No, no, you just don't want to burn that goth girl bridge, you know? That's right. Uh, (laughs) That's right. You just can't have it on record. (laughs) Yep. My romantic life depends on on people thinking that I'm still into the Smiths, sort of. Hey, we haven't got this again. Like Morrissey, it it it's the dichotomy of the Smiths is like, damn, that racist piece of shit is good, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, he could sing. (laughs) That fucker could sing. I know. Yeah, Yeah, and he could growl. Apparently, it's Uh, the duality of being a Smiths fan. (laughs) uh Yeah, just listen to the bass. Just listen to the bass. Yeah, there you go. Harmony, maybe in the next world. Let me let me pull him out of this a little bit, dude. I got him another award. Uh, All right. Wow. Okay. Actually, being kind of nice this episode, dude. I'm gonna give him a hidden gem. Nice. Uh, nice. Wow. Uh, yeah. That makes so, me so happy. The hand that rocks the cradle at 202. Oh, cool. Fuck me up because it's probably some ukulele on this shit, man. But you know, <laughs> give me that banana pancake shit, you know. <laughs> 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 banana pancake yeah yum <laughs> here we go then I shall lie I mixed up my intro thing to that, but that was what I said about the ukulele was another song for I Won't Share You. But this song mm-hmm. is a hidden gem. Also, finding out it's the first song that the they ever wrote together. It's like, whoa, that's like the first song. Yeah, really? Yeah. 
he fucking yeah. goes off on those lyrics still. It was a lot of lyrics right there, dude. <laughs> he does. A long song. He doesn't stop the whole song. There's like no like music break. There's no like like chorus. It's just verse, 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 verse. The whole song, dude. Mm-hmm. Maybe and he got all his lyrics out in that, yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch like that on the first album. And it's a move where it just kind of jams out. Like it's like a long extended thing. And it's kind yeah. of a vibe that they didn't really return to, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Good, but, uh, great song. Good first album. Playing a little bit of "I Won't Share You" because you can hear the ukulele, uh, banana pancake stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I won't share you at the same time. What? No, mm-hmm. just anywhere. Anywhere, okay. I was like, don't play the songs at the same time. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. Has the Perrier gone straight to my head? Or is life sick and cruel instead? Yes, no, 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 no. That was the first song I learned how to play by the Smiths. I like heard that song. I was like, I gotta figure out what this progression is. Like, I gotta be able to sing this. It's just so out there yeah. did you have to buy like a 12 string for that one or i just did it on guitar <laughs> but it's clearly some you know like mandolin thing huh yeah. and you didn't you, like you didn't play it the best part of that song but whatever it's cool you didn't have any time dude i know i did i, I did, did play any time i did um, yeah, while yeah. we're on hidden gems let me do a quick let me do a quick shout out to please 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 let me get what i want yeah um <laughs> shout out to uh the movie never been kissed Starring Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Do they um, play that? They play this song in the movie. This, this is where I heard this song. Don't for the question first time. Gio on his rom coms, dude. I, uh, I, I know it, dude, for sure. He goes, dude. Here we go. Let me get what I want this time. Haven't had a dream in a long time. See, the life I've had can make a good man bad. So, for once in my life, let me get what I want. God damn, he's so sad. <laughs> it's so it's good so sometimes. Good. Yeah. Like when, when it hits, man, it fucking hits, dude. But then remember what he said about Tina Turner, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm holding my fist with like, you know, white knuckled like crying to this song, you know? It's a that great song, fucking That song track. hits, though. That song does hit. It's it so pouty. You mm-hmm. know, no one's ever going to see our faces because we don't release video of this, but everybody was in a in a zone on that track yeah, for a second. Yeah, it's such a great song. <laughs> it was. <laughs> minimal you know like that's that's what i love about that song is it's very minimal and then like there's like that like cool mandolin like orchestra little part um just fucking killer they have so many hidden gems but uh, uh let's go next to the um other auxiliary awards that we got let's do brandon next oh i got a uh i got a hidden gem too oh hell Sorry. yeah i'm still on that um i'm going with uh girl afraid 50 seconds and I know because you said so. Where do his intentions lie? Or does he even have any? She said he never really looks at me. I give him 
Yeah, I feel like yeah, this one. Good. Yeah, like I sort of missed this somewhere along the line, and this this time around, this listen, I was like, damn, that's like that's a sweet little track. Yeah, uh, the guitars Hell are yeah. awesome. Uh, I was reading something about like like some review or something that was talking about like Morrissey sucks every time like he's not writing like in the first person like just you know like I only like Morrissey when he's like mopey about himself and like it got me thinking about these songs where he's sort of trying to write from a different perspective right it's like a good example of that I feel like it doesn't it doesn't need to always be like me, 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 Morrissey. It's like girl afraid. This is like a story I'm telling, and like it's good here, you know. Totally. Yeah. The drums too on that track. The drums kill me on that. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The band is tight and like Mars so good. Like Yeah, we so haven't much even touched on that rock. really. Yeah, that jangle guitar, like in so much of indie rock after is just like people trying to be more and no one's really done it like that since i'd say so good yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he's great uh great song really up-tempo songs um that like the band just carries like i don't know if i like morrissey in a a lot of those songs but like the band can really fucking like pick it up you know they're really good we're playing the same thing over and over again it doesn't get boring for sure Yeah. yeah yeah it's just complex enough to where like you can enjoy it being repeated over and over again they're so tight and johnny marr is like five guitarists like all the time like he's just always like doing so much you know yeah almost too much sometimes like (laughs) sometimes right hell yeah harris (laughs) it's just like i don't know like especially beginning we're still kind of finding his sound you know what i mean and so he's playing around with that layering effect it's just like you hear the talents there but you're just like I don't want to skip ahead, but uh, my, my most skippable might be a whole album. I'll I see. see. I see. Oh. I see. Oh. All right. I think I, I can guess which one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, do we have any more auxiliary awards uh, for the second round? I think that's it, right? That's it. All right. Let's go to the final two. This is the uh, kind of the big deal awards here. Um, number one is going to be positive. We're going to go up high and we're going to mm-hmm. take you all the way down low. So first... Let's go with our top bop. This is number one in your heart. This is a song that you wish that everyone could listen to. You know, it could be the number one single. It could be, you know, the number one flop. All right. But top bop is really uh, the ultimate song in, in your mind. Mark, let's start with you. What's your top bop? Okay. Um, I, can I do two, like two sneaky ones? Like wow. A wow. No. No, no dude. <laughs> What's your top it's bop? Breaking dude? the rules. Hidden, you, there's hidden gem for a you reason. Know there's, okay. an there's an auxiliary Bob Jr. You know what? Jr. You could give a Bob Jr. I'll do, award. but you know what? I'll say the Bob Jr. I'll make my commitment. But <laughs> you um, need you need one favorite though. That's the thing. I need one favorite, and I think it's gotta be Boy with a Thorn in His Side, because it's just so heavenly and like, man. I'm the boy with the thorn in his side. <laughs> and still they don't believe me. Like, <laughs> it's me. It's good, good crying music. And it's just like manna from heaven for all of us sad boys with thorns in our side. So, yeah, that's wow. my top op. All right, let's check it out. Here we go. The boy with the thorn in his side Behind the hatred there lies a murderous 
I believe you. Yeah, Mark. I believe you. Thank you. <laughs> Get that Thorin and, out, dude. And I think, like, as we talked, like, sometimes it's like Morrissey's carrying the band, and sometimes the band's carrying Morrissey. But I feel like there, they're in like lockstep. And then, like, as Leon stated, like, you can kind of hear the Latino influence in there. Like, I could hear like a horn section almost in there, you know? Like, mm. I don't know. Don't, okay. don't maybe that's that. a step. I don't, don't know. pin that on me. Uh, <laughs> don't pin that. No, I mean you didn't say, it, but just you know what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I love about that track, Mark, uh, and it's something that I really noticed across the more breezy and like uh, some of my favorite tunes by the Smiths is that uh, backing acoustic guitar. That's just ticka 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 ticka. Oh, it's yeah. fucking awesome! It's great. We like d- we just uh, we did Erasure recently, and we had a little bit of that. But we I feel the like same thing. This yeah. is more tight. Like it's just so spot on. All right, what's your Bob Junior, Mark? Let's 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 get it. Out. What is it? <laughs> okay, um, I really like Headmaster Ritual. Like that was the first like Smith song where I was like, okay, I fuck with the Smiths. Like just like that beginning riff. That's all you have to play because like that's just the way to start an album or a song. It's just so like, I don't know. There's not a lot of Smith songs with that intensity. It's almost like a alternative Smiths where they were like more punk. It's like an Echo and the Bunnymen type of riff, you know, or something like that. Yeah. All right, let's check it out. Here we go. Good call. bass man yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's so good i'm glad that you're bringing that this i feel like there's two vibes of the smiths and this is totally the other side of the coin you know like so i'm glad that we're getting this for your top bob totally thank you totally but you see the song kind of dies out when he starts singing dude <laughs> <laughs> you don't like him saying spineless swine dude I don't know. It's like the, the song. It's like I don't know. Maybe it does because it does sound like like uh, Echo and the Bunny Man and that kind of shit. And it just throws me off when Morsi comes on the track. You know, you're like, hey, yeah, yeah. sitting your track, Morsi. The military two step down <laughs> the nape of my neck, dude. I I love that song too. It's a killer song. How about when but it it's gets like... to the yodeling? Yeah, And when he but it raises this... the question, like, what would the Smiths be without Morsi? Like, yeah. would they still have made the singles? Would they have found somebody to sing for them? It's just like... They would have uh, still been around, I think. <laughs> I, I felt like they would have still made their mark. Maybe not as much as they did with him, but they would have stayed, still made their mark. It'd be a yeah, different 100%. Definitely a longer-lasting band, I think. I think they would like, have as, as far so as like, quickly. Yeah, that's true. Because they only made four albums, yeah. yeah. But I... I feel like in this day and age, like thinking back to the Smiths kids in high school, they weren't dressing up with the Johnny Marr fucking bowl cut. 
They didn't have the bangs. They had the pompadour. It was the Morrissey look. So I don't know. And like Johnny Marr worked his ass off. Like he's (laughs) super prolific. Yeah. He's done a ton of work, you know, like I think like he's, he's amazing. Like the band is amazing, but like there's something just magical about like the whole, the whole formula together. Yeah. Yeah. Together for sure. Damn. Great. Great two picks, Mark. Let's let's go next uh, to Harris. What is your top op? Hard to say, but I'm gonna go with the Queen is dead. If you started at 20 seconds after that little vocal interlude. All right, cool. Again, Red Hot Chili Peppers, anyone? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I can totally All around the world. <laughs> it goes back to that, like, good way to start an album. I mean, coming off of the mm-hmm. first two into this, it's just like hitting on a high note, hitting running. So um, I was going to... Tr- drummer, just, yeah. Yeah, you I, picked I the gonna... most drummer song as the drummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, like, they really knew how to start an album like for for every album except the first one the first one so i was talking to mark about this for like i think when i originally heard the first album it was like all out of sequence because it was like you know like torrented or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh i mark had given me like a copy that had hand in glove as the first song on the self-titled album and that always like made sense to me that's like sort of in the same vein as the last couple that we've listened to it's like you know kind of punching you in the face and then they like mellow out and like i think it was only you know like you know a few years ago that i like realized that's like not how it's supposed to be and the first album starts with uh Real around the fountain, like yeah, doubt. super weird way to start an album. Super weird. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't the 15 know. Fifteen minutes with you thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they overcorrected and they were like, no, oh shit, we screwed that one up. Like every album now has just got to be like fucking just punch you in the face. That's a right. banger though. The first album, that that first song on the first album, it's is it's like, a good song, but it's I, a I, really good song. It shows it, Brandon. They, they show their cards straight up. This is the kind of band we are right here. Exactly for sure. <laughs> for the eighties, like Morrissey, like lot of bad, but like that's pretty damn bold for like early eighties to have a song that gay. Like, so down, <laughs> yeah, like, totally. Not even like tongue in cheek, like. Hin and mount me like a butterfly. I'll take it now. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so good, but it's like it's that factor. It's that musical factor that's missing. No, of totally. Like, you know, yeah. sort of like yeah. pulling you in with the music, right? It's like it's pulling you in with uh, the you know Morrisiness. You know, it's just a totally different yeah type of thing. All right. So yeah. what's your what's your top op then, Brandon? I got, um, 
I know it's over. Oh hell yeah, banger! Um, anytime. Uh, forty-two seconds. All right, here we go. Oh mother, I can feel the soil falling over my head. See the sea wants to take me. The knife wants to slip me. Do you think you can help me? Sad veiled bride, please be happy. Handsome groom, give her room. I want to be overly critical, but like, cut the drums and guitar. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Just cut them. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need them. Fuck that. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> that, that, that one is. Yeah, I, I, that one is so good. And that one has that line of, um, if you're so funny, why are you on your own? Oh, that man. is soul crushing, yeah. dude. Catch oh. me on the right night. I might be dropping some Marcy tears, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I like that. So I like that main line, dude. The oh mother, I feel the dirt, the, the soil falling so, from my, oh, head. my head. It's just like it's like, damn, dude. Yeah, oh, so man, good. Dude. It's Real. like it's so dark, and I, I just think it's like in every way, it's the most like Smith song. It's the most like melodramatic and like you know pretty, and also like sort of epic. There's like a crazy build to it, and you know. It, it's just got everything going on and, and you definitely you definitely feel it we gave yeah. eli the best smith shirts ever with uh the lyrics it takes strength to be gentle and kind yeah and yeah just had a picture of morrissey <laughs> feeding the ducks like, oh, yeah i want i i gotta get that shirt now, Wait, is it like, like is it legit merch or somebody like bootleg yeah it's legit shirt? merch no, it's... and it's morrissey feeding the ducks and it's, it takes strength I was some bootleg shit i don't think so no. but i don't know it's, for it's, sure, it's fucking awesome shirt it's so great a great song yeah just like so fucking sad but so great all right what and about like, you really okay. sorry i'm just gonna add, like it was like it's really patient, you know what I mean? Like I think Queen is dead just really they just really hit their stride and like it's slow without feeling slow. You know, it's just like you know, just give it time. You're you're going to like you're going to go through the whole you're gonna, you're going to take a journey with the song. Yeah, I mean, it's like a 5 minute 49 second song and i never thought like man this song is taking forever you know like yeah. in in that way like it's it's well paced and you feel that sometimes like on like especially on the first album you know like it has places where it drags and like i agree with what mark said that like it's cool that they sort of jam out in places but you know queen is dead always like it just brings you back more i think Great record. Yeah. Totally. All right. What's your top bop, Leon? My top bop is going to be This Charming Man. What? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Way to go, yeah. Leon. Just be charming. <laughs> Just be charming. Charming man. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude, just from the intro, so I'm an intro, intro guy. You know, what I mean? yeah, you yeah, are a big intro guy. It's a good intro. And this is uh, this is the first song that was on that this compilation of their singles. That I had got 
on that big bundle of CDs that I purchased that had like a bunch of different things that I ended up later getting into. But uh, yeah. This charming man. Let's check it out. Intro. Just like Brandon, like I feel like this is my epitome of of a Smith song. Is this song? Mm-hmm. Like he got more yeah. talking about yeah. charming, and he got the guitar jangle. Like he got the bass line. You know, it's just like it's just hitting it's hitting all the check marks of a Smith song. Yeah. And now that you mm-hmm. have the context of why it was written, you know, yeah, you can dude. just take that message and go out into the world. You know? Just be charming. Be charming. Yeah, dude. The English, not man. Not, not my cup of tea, but, you know. I, I like how, like, we're like, oh, charming. That's so, like, ambiguous. And, you know, what the hell is he talking about? I guarantee in Britain they're like, oh, yeah, no one's charming anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> We're like, don't tell me to smile. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't punch. It's not charming. It's not charming. (laughs) So uh, what's your uh, top op, Josh? Here I go. All right. Uh, Mine uh, has been kind of my favorite since I was like younger. Uh, Stop me if you think you've heard this one before. Um, I don't have a time, but um, I think maybe around like 45 seconds. Slightly less than I used to, my love I was delayed, I was waylaid An emergency stop, I smelled the light What is it? That same point in the song, but like the next time around, the guitar kicks in. It's just like, is a very high point of that whole album. It's so good. Yeah. I love that track. Um, I hear a lot of like Joy Division in there a little bit. And don't tell them that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's crazy is I was uh, I was just about to say uh, when I was researching for the quiz I saw that Johnny Marr was like saying that his family was like okay <laughs> you want to be a musician either make it or you're not my son you know what I mean Jeez. so he's like wow. he's like I had no choice but to like submerge myself in the culture and like be the best I could be the best musician I could be and he's like and at the time that meant like sleeping in the studio and cleaning up uh uh while uh joy division was practicing upstairs and i was like dude what the fuck studio was he working at because the years are kind of weird he would have been like fucking 14 or 15 when joy division was recording well he was super young when like he met morrissey like at some show when he was like he was 15 he was 15 and morsey was 19 whoa yeah. whoa yeah 
That's what I'm saying, dude. He's like been working his ass off since he was like 12 years old. You know, he's yeah. like the bass player from the replacements, it. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Morrissey was the president of the New York Dolls fan club. That's right. So he's like, he's old. If he's they're like, old heads, New dude. Dolls, yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, mine is gonna be an, a, another one that is obscure. Yeah, I found it under a rock actually. Um, heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that one? Whoa! Yeah, what? This one I had to polish it. You know, I found it. It was all fucked up. There's a a, a dodo video about how I uh, re- recovered this thing from it being astray. <laughs> you mean that tattoo you have on your collarbone that says "Heaven knows I'm miserable now"? Yeah. Nothing to do with it, dude. All right, so let's let's check out "Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now." I'm an intro guy this time. Okay, here we go. Of a drunken hour, but heaven knows I'm miserable now. I was looking for a job, and then I found a job, and heaven knows I'm miserable now in my life. Why do I give valuable time? Oh, yeah, Fucking. god darn it. It's Diana Ross, Diana Ross, Diana Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying about like the phrasing though. Like Morrissey just makes these decisions like I'm just gonna hold in my life. Like I'm just gonna stretch that out. Yeah. You know, like uh-huh. That's three syllables, and I'm just gonna make that the whole line, you know. The live or or die, you know, like that whole thing yeah. just stretches it out like a mile, you know. Do me yeah. a favor. Can you play that the second, that next part of that song that came was coming about when you go super high pitch? Oh, okay. It's just like keep on playing his, it. his uh, grito. Yeah. Okay. Live all time. <laughs> his Manchester grito, dude. That song actually does funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. for God. sure. For sure. It's a fucking banger. Dude, yeah. I feel like orange juice a lot. I never That's thought what I that. was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, definitely. Really? Straight wow. short line from here to orange juice. Wow. Fuck. Totally. Okay. I love, like, the lyrics are so simple and almost stupid, but just relatable. Like, I was drunk and happy, and now I'm sad. I was looking for a job, and now I found a job. And like, and I'm still sad. Yeah, sucks. And now yeah, this sucks. Sucks. yeah. <laughs> great, really? great songwriting, dude. Posh yeah. bastard. All right, is that that's everybody? Let's go now to the big one. Okay, B- sound big the Kahuna. alarms. Here we go. This is the most skippable song you found in the Smiths discography. The song you wish that Morrissey and uh, Johnny Marr went into the studio that one day and. You know, somebody stole all the, the recording equipment and they decided, let's take a day off, right? Let's not record this song. Um, yeah. We a song these... you want uh, taken off of Spotify. That's right. Uh, Apple Music. Shit up to where, Gio? Yeah, where does it go again, Leon? We're going to send it to Mars. Go to, to fucking, fucking Mars. Mars. Send it to fucking Mars. That's right. Uh, 
Forget about these tracks. Completely skippable. Big After stakes. This. Now, we're going to be going first, and the Wicked Uncle Boys will be going last. Okay? So, um, Leon, as always, as the professor, why don't you go first and tell us what your most skippable song is? Uh, so, my most skippable song has already been brought up because somebody decided to do extra credit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're Bob Jr.? So, uh, I started something I can't finish. Oh, 117 oh. as well as 217. 117. I don't have to say it. You know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and you said 217? Uh, 217, yeah. So, as if, if you listen to the show, you know I'm not a big listener of lyrics. So I'm listening to this song, chilling, the, I mean, the music's great, everything. And then you got fucking Morrissey gurgling over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially uh, the second one. He throws in the tree, sure it means. Yeah, he yeah, tries to voice like that. cracks. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate that. That's, oof, I hate you, so Morrissey. <laughs> that's the kind of thing skippable? where I would skip it. Yeah, like with that, I'd, I'd hear that and I'd be like, uh, oh, okay, that track, skip. Because like, the rest of the music good. is it doesn't the the music's good, but it's not like oh shit. But uh, then he does the gurgle, guttural thing. Yeah, I was past dude. Yeah, there's not as soon as now music. There's a shit on the rocket like, shit. Put it on the rocket shit. Get it up there. There's a like threshold with like eye rolls while you're listening to the Smiths. We are just like okay, Morrissey. But like yeah. there's times and you can just let it slide. But there's times you're like oh my no like fucking get rid of this yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and um, that song like i now like that album but for a while it kind of stopped me from like fully vibing with strange ways and now i love strange ways and even that song has kind of grown on me but the growling and so early on the track list it's like because <laughs> they were trying to they were like um we want to do no more jangly i think they told mar like we're get, we're getting away from the jangly and like they got i don't know this Rowling. is the best decision we've ever made. No more guitar jangle. Yeah. Just wait, Johnny. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so uh, can I go next with my uh, most skippable? Do it. Um, I think we had mentioned this earlier, but um, Miserable Lie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Miserable Lie. Yeah. I, I heard this, the first record, and I was already a skeptic, right? Like, I was already, like waiting to hate the smiths and when this song came on i was like you know confirmation bias set i'm ready to fucking hate this song sucks his his vocal line is so trash that it must be a joke like there's like i, I don't understand why he would put this on record like forever 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 you know like and first album too first album me putting this on the rocket to mars is a favor i'm doing them a huge service <laughs> okay because nobody needs to listen to him singing this high all right let's do a little bit of miserable lie
doing some psycho Billy, dude. I'm hearing some Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> psycho Billy, hot, man. Oh my god. When when I was thinking about awards, like I I was making my notes in the notes app, and I was like, like like four different awards were that song. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> everything's all here there's the stupid voice there's the weird like you know we're 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 doing a punk song now i don't know it's so bad such I a terrible like that song, song starts off pretty well though if i remember yeah like it starts off cool then it gets that and i'm like oh here yeah. we go yeah i actually had the opposite opinion because i felt before it switched up like I was under the impression that the Smiths were going to suck. And by the second song, I was just like, okay, this is droning. Nothing's catching my ear. I'm just tuning them out. So when the switch up happened, I was like, this may like objectively suck, but at least like I'm paying attention now. <laughs> so like, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got my attention. That's something <laughs> that we encounter sometimes on the pod where it's like, you almost love to hate it. And totally, you know, it's like, I don't know if I would skip because it's, I don't know. It's like also, they didn't have the second half of the song. I would then it would definitely be for sure skip it because yeah. I don't know. There's I don't know. There's too much also, of the same. We're listening to music in a weird way, guys. Like we're yeah, like we're forcing ourselves we're into a discography. Like it gets to points where you just kind of start in your head and like automatically hating it when you probably don't necessarily hate it. Yeah. 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 True. We did a whole like uh, our skips in review, and I think Leon, you saved like you know like a good amount percent of them. Of them. Yeah. yeah. You were just like, oh, actually, I was, forever. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. I was just grumpy that day. <laughs> it's also, it's an interesting case of the debut album, right? Because I feel like they're mm-hmm. probably sitting there like, you know, like you don't really know your musical identity and they're like, like, fuck it. Let's try this. You know, maybe like some people will be super into this. They're going to love the voice. They're going to love yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude. All right. So Josh, what's your most skippable? All right. Uh, so something that I don't think uh, I'll like just because I'm grumpy today is uh, mm-hmm. Death at One's Elbow, uh, 30 seconds in. This is just that weird sort of mood that they get into. Sometimes they're making a punk song. Other times they're making these weird country songs. So, yeah, at uh, 30 seconds. <laughs> Putting that song on my favorites playlist right after this podcast is over. <laughs> I'm a country boy. Oh man, man. we like, got fighting words. <laughs> it sounds like Adam, Adam and the Ants, dude. Yeah, <laughs> or like intro scene music to a like King of the Hill episode. You yes, know, dude. right after the first like the theme song. I don't know. Dang, that's so country and like. I mean, they do have like a rockabilly type of thing that they like. Yeah, I don't think translates very well into like their actual style, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a good aesthetic, but musically it just doesn't fit. And I, I would skip that every day of the week, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you. And it doesn't have good Morrissey lyrics either. It's like the most like that could be another Kurt Cobain repeat offender because it's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Like, 
it feels like they could have spent a little more time on it and like took it somewhere. Yeah. I'm surprised, Harris, you are a big believer in the A, B, and C part. And I'm only hearing an A and B part there. So interesting. Where's the C? Yeah. Well, let's see. What is your um, <laughs> what's your most skippable? Okay, let's let's get now to the Wicked Uncle Boys. This is serious business now. Harris, let's start with you. What is your most skippable song you found? So I alluded to the whole first album as kind of being the most skippable, but I was just reviewing. I think Hand in a Glove. But if you could start it at like a minute and two seconds <laughs> in, there's like this guitar thing that's happening, which. I feel like someone just failed on. I don't know. <laughs> you feel it, Johnny. All right, let's do a little bit of hand. you hear that like there's definitely like like double takes where like they're not playing the same notes on the guitar track at certain points and it's just like is that a mistake is that not a mistake like it's i mean they clearly like put it out there like that i just don't know what's happening (laughs) is it just their first album and you know the mixer and the board was like yeah that's they they put the takedown so let's just like put it in the mix somewhere you know like well it's yeah like it's the like harmonica like who decided like oh, we gotta have the hook man. be harmonica that's the worst oh the that's worst. Good. i'm strictly no harmonica here. i like yeah. this song <laughs> but there is a harmonica in it and i know josh just has a, that's a vendetta up, against harmonicas dude i just when i hear the name it's a bad one dude for but, sure no, I, I get you like that like harmonica is the nail in that one's coffin and yeah. like I wouldn't say it's not my most skippable, but oftentimes I do skip it. Like sometimes I'm like, I can't do this harmonica shit today. I yeah. <laughs> I saw a, a a tidbit online where they said the estimated cost of all of the Smith's recording sessions was $10,000 by modern standards. So Jeez. I 100% think Harris, they could have just been like, oh, just put it out. Fuck it. It sounds fine. Yeah. But on the other hand, like I appreciate where the Smiths went. So it's like I'm not trying to stop making their first album. Like the first album was like growing pains, but no one else has to listen to it. I don't know. I get Skip it. Skip it, I say. I, oh, I yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. There's plenty Lines of good songs. In the sand. Yeah, my my miserable eye is off that record too. So they were making mm-hmm. some mistakes for sure. You could right. condense it to a nice EP. I'd say that I would so you could keep the. No, Brandon's actually a big fan of the first album, so I'm not trying to hate on anybody who likes that vibe. So if you like the vibe, go for it. Yeah, the the first (laughs) album's the most up and down for sure, right? Like Mm -hmm. the highs are like really cool, you know, like in a totally different way than the rest of the discography. But the lows are like, what were they doing? Yeah. All right. So what, what what's the lowest point for you then, Brandon? What is your most skippable? I went back and forth. I got a few. Uh, I I'm gonna say "Sweet and Tender Hooligan." Sweet and Tender Hooligan. Eighteen seconds. Hooligan, he swore that he'll never, never do it again. And the 
I just like file it under just you know super boring. Yeah, I, I mean, there's just mm-hmm. I don't, I there's just not that much to like there, and like I I've always been really into this like the Smiths albums, and you know not as much into the singles, and like going through louder than bombs. This was just consistently the one that I'm just like, ugh. Like also a good. Uh, candidate for the the kurt cobain you know repeat offender one it's yeah just like okay the verse is hooligan 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 the chorus is like hooligan hooligan etc etc mm-hmm. i just i just can't get down yeah That's... I, I said you'd also can give it the uh um look out lin-manuel miranda award because it sounds oh. like it's straight out of a musical a hooligan yeah, yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. go. I would totally do that. Starring Elijah Wood. Absolutely. <laughs> Josh yes. Gad, Elijah Wood. Um, oh my God. I'm Manchester United. <laughs> I'm Manchester City. All right. So, uh, Mark, we end with you. What is your yes. most skippable? So, this is getting to that same Louder Than Bombs album. <laughs> and there's some gold on there, but there's some like. And I got to that album a little later because I had Hatful of Hollow on record, which is almost identical except for five songs, which is super annoying. Like Misfits have that same thing. Like you want all the songs, but you have to buy these two records that are almost identical, but they're kind of different by like. Mm-hmm. Um, so Golden Lights is my most skippable Smith song. Okay. Anytime? Anytime. It's terrible. It's Think they're the Beach Boys? Yeah, what Get the fuck was here. that? Get it they out of think, here. They think they're Ween. All right, yeah. just go listen to some fucking <laughs> yeah. Ween. It Holy was shit. like so bad that I thought that Spotify was doing the like auto shuffle. Like I thought like the <laughs> album had ended. I'm like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> Did my monthly payment not go through? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, Holy exactly. Shit. Is it a giggle for an uh, electric company? <laughs> Golden lights, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, terrible effects. I don't know who the fuck they were working with in the engineer room that day, but they fucked them up that day. That's terrible. If that was like a single. Who would buy that single? Uh, like, that's hilarious. That's uh-uh. a single. Well, it's isn't that a cover? It might be God. I don't know what it is. I think Either it's way. a cover. Okay. Well, then I guess we, we could blame the original songwriter, but I I don't think the songwriter told him to put that many effects on that song. <laughs> you know? He was in there. <laughs> if there was one it's, thing I could do of the original yeah, more effects. Phaser on the vocals. It's like, no, thank you. <laughs> Lots more, of more, more, more. Exactly. Probably All of them are skippable. Like super yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a packed shuttle to Mars, but we're gonna yeah. stuff oh, them all yeah. in there. Some songs are sitting on other songs' laps, but they'll get there. That's right. Golden Lights is originally by Twinkle. A band called Twinkle? Twinkle. They're probably so British 
Du er fra Blæbopovert, du en god. Det er Golden Lights. My name's not funny. Do you want me to play a little bit? I'm going to play a little bit of Golden Lights real quick. Here we go. I like that. That's good. They, yeah, they butchered better. that song. It's it's strictly better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both do kind of still sound like lighting companies. That's yeah. True. All right. Next so episode, uh, skippables twinkle maybe. Before we get to the yeah, <laughs> before we get to the last uh, question, Leon, do we have a pro tip? Yeah, we do have a pro tip. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, the cry. Uh, the song Ooh. is called Looking Glass at uh, 56 seconds. Uh, if uh, you live in the USA, uh, made in the USA, Smiths instead of England, Smiths. Yeah, Ooh. built Ford tough. Built Ford tough. Smith. <laughs> Here we go. I don't even listen when you make me feel this way. I could have been so foolish and get on my knees. I walked away from your true wishes, never to be seen. I could have been so strong. Damn, go off, professor. So sick. Oh no, much about the cry. <laughs> the cry is one of those like it came about my like my for you page, but I know this this album came out in 1990. Um they're from like Connecticut or somewhere in the, Pis- in, like, the East Coast. Ooh. Yeah, American band. Yeah. But, uh, also, uh, looking into them, uh, their song, this song, famously came out. At, I think, I think, I forgot what skate video, but it's a famous skate scene. Cool. So uh, again, skate video is uh, introducing cool music to a lot of people. Very cool. Dude. We talked about this a little bit with Deftones. I'll just say this really quick, but like the Smiths, a total other uh, gate keep not a gatekeep fan like a, a gate they uh, are the gate are, yeah they're the they're gate at the gate opener yeah they're yeah. the gate openers as soon as you listen to the smiths you're gonna find the cry you're gonna find other stuff you know yeah. true the cry is sick dude check them out not listen too much but 1990 um yeah they'll have like an out have two albums i just saw that there's another another kind of release there but cool name 1990 uh their album cover looks like a software for like a 95 yeah microsoft 100 percent. yeah like a physics oh, textbook yeah. that was good <laughs> do you know their uh a stance on uh diana ross yeah <laughs> make Dreadful. the jump people yeah <laughs> all right so last question is the smiths as a whole their entire discography is it skippable let's Oof. let's go to the wicked uncle boys first what do you guys think let's start with mark Skippable or no? Absolutely not. Like, it's so good. It's like a warm blanket, and you got to kind of forget about the terrible things Morrissey said and just vibe out and be sad and kind of dance. Like, 
this is we're some dancing boys like you can't hear it on the podcast but everyone was dancing for a lot yeah. of these songs, so. <laughs> oh, they can hear it they can hear it <laughs> I, i'll i'll jump right in after you mark and say not skippable and i not think skippable. i can kind of relish in the fact that the smiths are done johnny mar and marcy have already said that they're not getting back together morrissey can go off and you know damage his legacy but the smiths you can't skip them damn great point uh, what about you, Harris? What's your uh, what's your opinion on that? Not skippable, mainly because that's been my experience doing this particular run through because I needed somebody to take away the skip button. So I would <laughs> hit every song, listen to them through. And now that I've done, I've realized uh, how much more I could gain. Nice. All right, Brandon, what about you? Uh, definitely not skippable. I think there's so many different like points of entry to the Smith's discography and like, there's so many different things to love. I, I mean, I get that like Morrissey is divisive, like musically, like aside from being a shitty guy, you know, some people just aren't down with his whole vocal style. And I get that that's like, you know, sort of a, a, a deal breaker. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. But I think there's there's something for everyone to love, you know, it's uh, and I mean, you can't you can't even like quantify the musical influence that this band has had. If you're yeah. into like, you know, any adjacent genres like they've all sort of been touched by, you know, by the Smiths. So, yeah, no, not skip. No skips. Okay. The professor. What do you think? I am going to say no skip. Uh, unfortunately, their fans Whoa. kept me they kept <laughs> me away from them for a while. Uh, honestly, you can't uh, blame Johnny Marr, Andy Rourke, or Mike Joyce Joyce for the the what Morsey did. So now all my hate is going to go strictly to Morsey and his solo nice. career. Good. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it belongs. There are, yeah, there are some tracks that I can skip, but I mean, their hits are hits. Can't deny it. Good stuff. And I did yeah. find like I I knew the hits that I that I liked and I knew that I was gonna like those, but I was surprised to find other tracks that I hadn't listened to or I re-listened to that I actually enjoyed. So that's like okay, okay I can't skip it. Doesn't cool. happen often. Agreed. No, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I'm not skipping, but somebody give me an Exacto knife. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I am going to be doing some very selective editing on some of these records. Uh, because there are some songs that are truly uh, skippable, in my opinion. And when I was listening, I got a lot of songs that I liked. And then songs that I was like, yeah, not fucking down. Not down with a <laughs> lot of their, like, kind of countryer songs. And I just, I thought a lot of it was kind of goofy. So, like, I'm going to not skip. But, like, I have a very select, you know, uh range of songs that i'm gonna enjoy from the smiths and i know what i like and i know that i like you know i know what i don't like now which you're is kind of you're, you're keeping your eye on them that's yeah. right for, for for the goth women out there i still love the smiths okay please give me a <laughs> baby. Stipula- a stipulation yeah baby i love it yeah <laughs> uh, yeah you haven't earned it yet baby <laughs> haven't earned it yet the, the country stuff is the biggest bummer like yeah. by far i think the i forget the name that josh the song you've had for most skippable is like 
It's so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Death at one's elbow. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what's not skippable? Wicked Uncle. Aww. Okay. Aww. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys also, so much. Thank you. Quick plug. Um, our album is out on Spotify and Bandcamp. Yes. It's yes. Great. Yes. And it features a song written by none other than Giovanni Chimpatazzi. That's right. Gio, Damn, gracious you enough. songwriter. You uh you just uh doxed him before we give the full name, full government. I mean, I I, I say <laughs> my name, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're paying him royalties. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, check it out. Uh we're on Instagram. Thanks for uh, having us. Yeah. That's yeah, the only reason, it. honestly, that Gio can do this podcast. He's coasting on Wicked Uncle Royalties. <laughs> that royalties, yeah. Uh, yeah. That and the uh, <laughs> uh, Knights Templar money, man. Gio's oh, rolling ready. in, dude. Rolling in. We never yeah. brought up our, uh, who is it, Chrysler Beef. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. another podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're Thanks. weird. With, the, with yeah. the car company? Yeah, <laughs> dude. We're on, yeah. What? You don't even give me a context. Our... Fuck them. Yeah, yeah fuck Chrysler. <laughs> no, Down with Chevron. You know, we'll just yeah. beep all the time when we say Chrysler. Can you do that, Joe? Yeah, I can try. Probably not going to. I'll do it uh, one time, dude. All right. They, they shut <laughs> you guys down? They uh, yeah. flagged our album content because I use, you know, those little Chevron cars with, like, the eyes and mouth? I have uh, one the, the ones with Tecron, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a, a toy, and, like, we just had a picture of that, and then... Our publisher said, no, this is a Chevron trademark car. So <laughs> it's pretty sensitive right car, now. Yeah. It's pretty raw. I don't, we don't really <laughs> want to get into it. It's the legal thing. Yeah. Don't really say too much. This. Well, Dan, maybe next time we'll, we'll, we'll get the full details. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. And if yeah. you're in the uh, Marin County area, check out Wicked Uncle, dude, and listen to their record on Spotify. Yeah. Well, uh, do you guys have anywhere our listeners can follow you? Is yes, some social wicked uncle band is that our handle, Brandon? <laughs> yes, wicked That's uncle it. band on Instaband. Yes, nice. check yeah. them out. And, and yeah, to the world and, out there. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Uh, yeah, while you're on your social media, follow the podcast. Oh yeah, uh, us, us too. <laughs> oh yeah, us too. Uh, on Instagram, the skippables underscore pod and uh, TikTok. Um, just the skippables, right? Yeah, <laughs> we, just we don't have any. But yeah, we're uh, we're streaming everywhere. You just can find us. Follow us while you're looking up Wicked Uncle. Shoot us a follow too. Rate, review, do that whole thing, and Love don't us. let the world skip you by. Bye bye. Hello.